Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There is plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. The crew once again has a case. Having interrogated Zadok Kilgore about the Midas Vault, the crew now plans to impersonate him at a job to get to the bottom of this case. But there are many details that the crew is missing, and the devil is in the details, especially in the city that always sleeps. Last time on Naptown, you guys had received a new case from the Order. A man named Zadek Kilgore had a list of different locations that something was happening at, and the Order has tasked you with putting a stop to whatever this is going on before it turns into a brouhaha like Felix Ortman's casino, killing many people in the process. So you guys are now tasked with figuring that out. You have determined that he will be at the Midas Vault tomorrow evening, and are going to send Faye in to impersonate him to hopefully get to the bottom of this case rather quickly. Uh, but first, Faye's going to talk to you in. Yep, so you are across town from the Mystic Grove at Ewan's house. He let you in. You guys have been chatting for a little bit, just about stuff in general, mm-hmm. catching up in each other's day, being cute. As you do. No, you hang up first. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ewan, do you mind if I ask you a sort of magical related question. Uh, go for it, Faye. Have you have you ever uh, sensed anything from the Midas Vault downtown? God, yes. Oh, like it's a treasure trove of magical artifacts, I take it? Uh, yeah, it has a lot of different artifacts in it, but <laughs> I'm not stupid. I would never try to rob, rob the Midas Vault. Okay. Um, I, I know it's very secure, but any reason in particular? I mean, it is one of the most secure places on the planet. Not only is it secure with the mundane security that I'm sure you've been walked through when your family deposits things there, but it also has magical security, which I don't know if you were a rift at that point and would have noticed, but it has a lot of anti-magic deterrence. And anyone trying to break into it is met with extreme prejudice, I think is the term. The way I call it is dead. Um, good to know. Uh, How, how, do you know how it determines magical means? Like if I were to, if I were to just go there, would it repel me, I guess, because I'm a rift? I don't believe so. I believe the magic enchantments it has in place are if you're trying to do something and not supposed to be there. If you so were to- hypothetically, if I were shape shifted while I was there to look like somebody else, Bay, are you trying to rob the Midas Vault? Uh, no. I have no interest in robbing the Midas Vault, but I might be swinging by to see if somebody is? Are you planning on going into the building after hours? Uh, At all? I honestly hadn't gotten that far yet. I was just going to see if other people were going to be there. Well, I would not recommend it. The security seems to be rather intense whenever you're not supposed to be there. Whether that is you breaking into a back hallway during the middle of the day, 
or say even the lobby during the middle of the night. All right. I can't tell you exactly what security measures they have in place. I have not. I am not wealthy enough to be a patron there, and I am not stupid enough to try to rob there. Good to know. Do you happen to know what, I guess, objects are in, or people are enforcing the magical security? I haven't really done a lot of research on it, Faye. Honestly, it it is a scary place for someone who is a cat burglar. I know that they have, that there are objects in there. I can sense that there are objects there. They try to pull me, as other items do. Other than that, I can't really tell you much. I can't tell you what objects. I can't tell you how many, even. Right, right. No, I understand. Um, that's very good information to know. So you're not going to go in, right, Faye? Um, after talking to you, I think that would be a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe I'm putting this too lightly. It is not a bad idea. It is a terrible idea. Okay, I will This coming go from in. a man who broke onto... A casino boat that was impossible to break onto. I, I understand if anybody is going to have a good read on the place, it's going to be you. Um, I appreciate all of your insight. He grabs your hand. Faye, I'm just worried. I like you a lot, and this is a very easy way to wind up dead. Well, lucky for us, I have no intention of dying there. She gives him a kiss. He kisses her back. In a more wealthy part of town, Tanner is scoping out a mansion? Yeah, so I, I guess at first, Tanner just kind of wants to look at the outside of it. What does it look like? How often are people coming and going? It looks like a normal mansion. Very nice, very ornate, even from the outside. Hedges are nicely trimmed into different shapes or into very pristine rectangles. People are coming a normal amount. It's not like there's a party going on or anything. So okay. people move back and forth a little bit, but not a ton. It is kind of dark. Like, you know, it's evening right. in the winter. So isn't it strange how your monster hunting work has literally just turned into like the same thing as your normal work? What do you mean? A lot of B&E. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of always going to be part and parcel with what we do. Like, both for the order and not. You know, frequently people don't want us to be whatever place we're trying to get to. I mean, that's fair. I don't consider that necessarily atypical. I'm kind of trying to decide, like, how to cold just walk into this place and steal something from it. Because it feels like there'd be, like, I don't know, not guards necessarily, but... Well, actually, yeah, I mean, what it's the worst that I can find out. There are guards. Hmm. This guy doesn't seem like a rift, so that's, like, probably not his jam to have magic jammers, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too, sort of, is like, well, could I just wait until two in the morning and just kind of push the front door open? I mean, that seems to be your M.O. Yeah, yeah. And you did it to Faye's boyfriend on less reason. Well, you know, actually, it was almost for the exact same reason. You didn't know that at the time, though. No, yeah, I did break into his house because he was a rift. Like, that was the, the reason. 
Did you ever pay him back for that lock, by the way? Um, probably. I would assume I did. Sorry, out of, like, I would assume, yes, that Tanner would, to the best of his ability, pay back <laughs> yeah. that whatever debt that was. Yeah, no. Uh, oh. See, I, I I thought it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, you promised to pay it back, but it's, like, all of your other bills that you can't pay. No, I mean, he, like, made a promise he would not try to welch on that. You know what I mean? That would be a priority. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be one of those things where it's, like, I'll get to it eventually. Anyway, so we're just going to chill out here, have another good old-fashioned Runa Tanner stakeout. Yeah, I think... Or as I like to call them, sleepovers with my best friend. Yeah, I mean, I think so. That's my plan right now, is wait until two in the morning and then push the door open. And, uh, you know, if there's a dog or something, I guess run. We're not going to hurt the dog, right? What if what if the dog's name is Tag, just like Seamus' dog, and then you hurt it, and then they would be without their dog, and that would just be so sad. Runa, I don't really know the right way to... Like, I never want to come across as cruel by intention, but I, I hate dogs. But dogs are so cute and fluffy. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have a cute, fluffy dog if they have one. Anyways, we'll find out at two in the morning. What if it's a tell corgi? me that Runa is going to get a ghost dog. <laughs> what if it's a corgi? They're like the cutest dogs. Runa, like, look, we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. You should get me a dog, Tanner, to show that we're best friends. No. No, I shouldn't do that. Nope. Hard pass. What if I ask Darling? I'm sure Darling would love a dog. The thing about it is, um, who would take care of the dog, Runa? You can't touch things. Well, if I can figure out a way to touch things, can I get a dog? Yeah, sure. You know what? Yes. Yes, you can. Promise? Pinky swear? No, look, Runa, I feel like you're not understanding something. If you can touch things, you can buy yourself a dog. At that point, it's up to you to buy the dog. You understand what I mean? I'm a 10-year-old, and legally I'm not allowed to work. Oh, well, you know what? If I ever have dog money laying around, I will buy you a dog. Or I'll find you a dog. I think you can just find them. Anyway, you guys pass the several hours until 2 a.m. with idle chit-chat like this, arguing semi-frequently about Runa getting a dog and you buying her a dog. 2 a.m. rolls around. Yeah, Tanner's just gonna walk up to, like, the back door and, and just try to open it. I mean, it is locked. Okay, I'm gonna lean on the door until it pops open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you make your way inside somewhat stealthily. Make me a sneak around roll, actually. Boy, did I lose a lot of things that help with sneaking around. Um, can I say I'm going to apply uh, finding dirt and truths that are hidden? I don't think truths that are hidden help you sneak. Like, I think it would help you find, but not sneak. But finding dirt all out. Okay. Remember in episode one where you tried to use that on, like, literal dirt? <laughs> That's a seven. That's a success. Marginally. I like to call it a mixed success. Right. Uh, okay, so Tanner is inside uh, just snooping. I'm just going to look for like a display room and maybe like a great hall or some bragging room that rich people seem to have. You slowly make your way around this house, being cautious of doors and lights and you've been in a few fancy manners before and are easily enough are able to find the grand hall where things are being displayed. There are a lot of different trinkets and doodads, but in the center of the room, there is a stone that has a rune on it that is slightly glowing. 
Um, you know, if I had been smart, I, I would have uh, gotten like a, a river rock and a pencil and brought it with me, but I didn't do that. That's okay. I still like you, Tanner. You're still my best friend, even if you're the dumb one of the group. Yeah, that's fair. Um, is there anything? Is it just in like a glass case? It's just in a glass case. I'm just going to open that glass case. Yeah, yeah, I'm opening it. Tanner opens the glass case. It opens. There is no alarm or anything that you hear. Now, Runa, I'm sitting here with a dilemma. Does touching this rune thing indicate that I will be imbued with its powers? How am I supposed to know? You say I always give the wrong advice. That's a solid answer. Uh, Tanner's just gonna... No, you know what? He'll, like, put a handkerchief over his hand and then grab it. As you grab this stone, all the lights in the room turn on, and you see a servant just, like, stop in the doorway right in front of you. Uh... Tanner looks him straight in the eyes and goes, Don't worry, I'm here for stone maintenance, and I want to roll hypnotizing eyes and calm authority. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nine. <laughs> But why are you here at 2 a.m.? Well, because, you know, they don't want the help showing up at normal times. That would look bad, but I'm just here to, you know, there's a maintenance that needs to be done on these glowy rocks to make sure that they keep their luster. You understand. You can keep doing your work. It's fine. I'm good in here. But I, I was supposed to be polishing the stone. Yeah, it must have been some miscommunication. I'm just going to go. I'll see you later. Bye. And Tanner just walks away. <laughs> with, with the rock or without the rock? Oh, I mean, definitely with it. Make a go toe-to-toe roll to, like, get out of the house before he reacts. Yeah, that's fair. Do I have anything for that? Yeah, I don't really think I do. Well, you're just doing a straight roll. Can I have a plus one for him being confused? Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> that was an eight. <laughs> it did not matter. It didn't matter. I straight up rolled a seven. So you can achieve your goal. You're not going to give You can get them good or you can block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. I'm assuming you want to get out of- just shatters his shins. Just slide tackles <laughs> him into next week. No, I'm kidding. Tanner just leaves the house. All right. So you run out of the house as fast as you can. You make it out, you don't hear any lights start flickering on in the manor. The downside to the whole this whole thing is that this guy has a very good picture of what you look like. Yeah, that makes sense. You're very memorable for having only one arm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. But you get to your new sketchy car with garlic and steaks and knives and guns and drive off into the night. So, what are we going to do to get rid of that rock? Oh, I'm not going to get rid of it right away. What are we going to do with it, then? It seems dangerous. I'm going to keep it in my pocket for the time being, and um, I'm going to wait and see if, I don't know, s- something happens, I guess. I don't know what this thing is. I should probably have someone look at it. Step one, I'm going to have someone look at this magic rock. Can I touch it? Mm, yeah, actually, yes. Tanner holds, you know, like, puts it on the seat. (laughs) So, Runa reaches out to it, and as her hand would touch it, a very bright blue flash goes off, almost blinding you as you're driving in the middle of the night, and the rock now has no glow, 
And what used to be a translucent 10-year-old sitting next to you is now just a 10-year-old sitting next to you. What? You know, Runa, uh, I'm going to level with you. This is great, and I'm glad that you're back to being corporeal, but I could have had you do that right away, and I wouldn't have had to steal the rock! How was I supposed to know? I can't touch literally anything else. I get that, Runa! Um, How is this my fault? Also, I'm really hungry. Can we stop and get food somewhere? No, we gotta go back to the mansion, I think. But why? They might catch us then. Yeah, okay, good point. We'll go back tomorrow night and put it in the mailbox. Sounds good. Then can we stop and get, like, a hard-boiled egg at the diner? You want a hard-boiled egg? They were my favorite. They're my favorite. Yeah, sure. You can get a hard-boiled egg. And the diner says they serve eggs any style, and hard-boiled is a style. It's true. Frick, I'm going to have to pay for you to live now, aren't I? Dang it. I mean, I hope so, because I don't have, like, any family, and you're my best friend. Do you remember anything about yourself, by the way? Nothing. I know I'm Runa, and I know you're my best friend. All right. Great. And best friends look out for each other when they fall on low times. Do you have, like, a ton of money? (laughs) I was your moral compass until about... 30 seconds ago yeah do you know uh um you know like fairy tales life does not work out like them anyways yeah we'll go to the diner tanner drives to a diner you guys have a lovely meal that tanner is sweating the whole time because he now has to pay for a 10 year old to eat (laughs) (laughs) and she hungry (laughs) yeah she's probably very hungry for having not eaten in ever (laughs) well look she can have as many hard-boiled eggs as she wants tanner actually got paid for this so, I'm assuming you're not just kicking Runa to the street. No, 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 he's just going to keep her with him, I guess, at this point. So, you guys go back to Darling's apartment, I guess, and, ha- you know, you find a blanket and a pillow. And as you do this, like, you're like, okay, like, it takes you a little bit of time because, you know, you got to figure out where Darling stores the, f- like, extra blankets and, like, where the extra pillow is. And then you can't find Runa, and then you go into your room with Darling, and you see just, like, Runa sleeping on your pillow. <laughs> On your side of the bed? Yeah, alright, I guess I don't really know what I expected other than that. Tanner's just gonna sit on the couch and wait for (laughs) Darling to get home. Is Darling home or asleep? It's 4am, she's asleep. Oh. (laughs) I like the idea that Tanner's just like sitting there like, Ah, Darling, we'll figure it out when she gets home. And then she's like already sleeping. Oh, well in that case it'd be... Tanner just sits on the couch and waits for Darling to wake up. Next to Runa? (laughs) Yup. So as the hours of the night go on, Tanner dozes off on the couch. Darling, what time do you wake up and what do you do when you see a small child in bed next to you? She probably gets up at like six or seven and uh, she screams. I just, I can't, I, I... I cannot imagine a scenario where she would not be horrified to find a child in her bed. Where she Especially when Tanner. she assumed Tanner to be there. Yeah. So as you start screaming, Runa also starts screaming, and Tanner is shocked awake. Uh, Tanner walks calmly into the bedroom. Um, Darling, that's Runa. Runa, that's Darling. I know who Darling is. You guys have kind of met before. What the f- what? Tanner, what? Okay, no, no. Darling. Why is there a 10-year-old in this room? Uh, well... Why is she in my bed? Well, what happened was, last night, 
I stole a magic rock because I was hired to steal a magic rock. That went well. D- not darling. Sorry, I'm tired too. Uh, Runa touched the magic rock and then became, uh, you know, she she did the full Pinocchio. So anyways, now, um, so then we went and got eggs and then we came back here and then she was tired and just fell asleep wherever she felt like it. She does not understand boundaries well. I mean, you did take like half an hour to find a blanket. That's a half an hour in 10 year old time. Anyways... So, darling, this is Runa. Runa, this is darling. I will go boil some eggs. <laughs> and Tanner leaves. Uh, uh, hi. Hi, I'm Runa. Uh, hi, Runa. Um, I guess uh, make yourself comfortable. And uh, darling uh, leaves the room and goes over to Tanner in the kitchen. Hi, darling. How are you? Tanner, what the fuck? Well, I don't know what you wanted me to do about this other than bring her here. Okay, look, you bringing her here? Fine, we can talk about that. Why the fuck was she in my room, in my bed? Well, she does not understand boundaries. She's been invisible for the last, like, at least two years, I guess. Okay, but you seem to have some kind of rapport with her. Why did you not get her out of the bed? Well, she was asleep. This is, Tanner. <laughs> you were both asleep. I didn't want to wake you. Tanner, it's you. What the, what the hell are we going to do with her? That, um, that's a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we can find her parents, I don't think. She seems ageless, I guess. So they're probably dead. But, um. For the record, just, I'm fine with you guys role playing through this finding her parents is not an option. Yeah, that's what I figured. I, I just wanted to, let, like, roleplay through it as much as you want. I just want to let you know, like, don't do 15 checks trying to find her parents. It will pan out to nothing. I, I get ya. So anyways, now we have Runa. Um, she's a person. I, I, I can see that. I can see that she's not invisible anymore. Yeah, not a figment of my imagination, either. And she might have superpowers of some sort. Uh, okay, I guess uh, that's a road we can cross to when we get to that but i need you to figure out what to do with her because i'm not we're not she can't stay here can she sleep on the couch i mean for now but i i feel like it is a little weird that we all of a sudden have a 10 year old here i i do not disagree with you at all about that also what exactly are we we're supposed to be at the Midas Vault tonight. What the, are, are we just going to leave her here in my apartment? I assumed we were bringing her with us. <laughs> well, that's not something I'm not sure about either. Yeah, now that I'm saying it out loud, there are problems with it. Yeah, because she could um, get murdered now, I think. Yeah, you know, that is something to consider. Wasn't also, a concern before. Also, okay, you say that she doesn't have boundaries. Yeah. Um, this is like a stakeout we're going to. Yeah, no, I think she should stay here. The more yeah, I'm talking to her. Yeah, she talks like it. constantly from the one side of the conversation that I get from you. That's not going to be good for a stakeout. I don't report very much of what she says either. <laughs> okay, so Runa stays here tonight, and then we get her a cardboard box and the nicest alley we can find. Okay, I'm not saying we do that. Oh, I was in a joking way. <laughs> okay, look, I. I uh, the Midas Vault thing is tonight, right? Yes. Okay, look, I'm I'm gonna just 
I still have a shift this morning. I'm going to go and get ready for that and head out. Oh, by the way, I got paid to break that rock. So um, I would hope so. That's at least something. We have more money now. Great. Is that helping to pay rent or groceries? Either one. I'm not too worried about where the budget is for. You know what I mean? Can I come out and have some eggs now? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Darling, like, narrows her eyes at Tanner. I I want you to understand that right now I'm taking on two people in this apartment. And I, I really, we we need to figure this out. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess my point is I think the long and the short of it is I'm pretty sure I'm responsible for her now. Unless we want to put her up for adoption, you know? Best friends wouldn't do that, though, because we're best friends. Well, now, look, being best friends does not mean that literally I am qualified to raise a child. That's not really... Those aren't the same thing exactly. Yeah, I'm not exactly the mothering type either. But you're very nice. Well, you know... Tanner says a lot of nice things about you when you're not around. I appreciate that. He also says a few mean things, too. Uh, uh, mm, well, we'll talk about that later. I think we've already talked about most of them. Anyways, um, well, so, Runa, you live on that couch. Did you talk about, did you talk about the part where you get tired of her hassling you about money all the time? No, but, you know, I'm not keeping the office, so I think that kind of handles at least part of that. Okay, if, if you need any, like, me to remind you of any problems you have about Darling... I can let her know all of them, because I am a best friend, and I always tell the truth, and I am helpful. So, like I said, she has issues with boundaries. So, Runa, you're going to live on this couch for, like, the next... You told them to me. Yeah, right. Um, So, you're going to live on this couch for, like, the next week, and then probably a cardboard box on the street. Anyways, we got to go, Um, so stay here. Uh, Don't, I don't do know anything. Where, I don't know where you're going. Oh, I, I was just going to leave to, like... Return the rock, I guess. Don't I get to come with? I've helped on all your cases so far. Yeah, but the problem is now you can be murdered, so... In your office? There's never been a gunfight there. No, I'm going back to the mansion to give them the rock back. They're not gonna shoot you. Rich people don't do that. Yeah, they do. Yep, they do it a lot, actually. Anyways, you stay here. Um, I'll be back in, like... If I don't come back, it means I was caught and I'm probably dead. Anyways, bye! And Tanner leaves. With the face that Mandy's currently making, I think Rune is making the same, like, like dumbstruck face that he just left. What am I supposed to do? Just, like, sit and stare at her all day? She's ten. It's the 20s. She should have a job by now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are laughing. That's not a joke. (laughs) I I know. Um, Miss Darling, I'm I'm sorry I upset you by falling asleep in your bed. I... I just wasn't expecting it, Runa. I um, I am sorry. I've been I've been like Tanner's ghost friend for so long. I forget people can see me now. It's kind of a new thing. Like you're the first person other than the waitress at the diner we went to last night that has seen me. So I wasn't thinking about it and I was just so tired, which is also something I haven't been in like forever, and I just fell asleep. <sighs> Okay, I feel like this is a lot to process for everyone right now. Um, You're not going to make me live in a cardboard box, though, right? No, I'm not going to let him put you in a cardboard box, but we will need to figure out what is happening here. Uh, Until then, 
feel free to whatever is in the icebox. I, I guess, uh, hang out here until Tanner gets back. I, I have to go to work. So Can I come with? Not to where I work. It is not a place for kids. I mean, I've been there before. You know, when I was kind of stuck with Tanner wherever he went. Okay, but people can see you now. Oh, yeah. I, I can see how that would be a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I guess but what if it's take your daughter to work day? Could it be that? It's not. It's not take your daughter to work day. Um, and when, it, no, when, well, when is take your daughter to work day? Is that tomorrow? I don't. I, I can ask. Um, I'm going to kill Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> If you kill Tanner, does that mean I get to stay and not be in a cardboard box? Runa, enjoy breakfast, okay? <laughs> and Darling leaves to go get ready. <laughs> Tanner, do you come back to the apartment at all today? Uh, Yeah, I mean, the first thing I want to do is go back to the manor and just put the rock in the mailbox with a note that says, Someone kidnapped my family and threatened to murder them uh, unless I stole this rock. But don't worry, I killed those people. Here's your rock back. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, if that's what you're going with. That's that's the best thing I got. Okay. I, anything else anyone is doing other than sending terrible notes that are surely not going to bite them in the back? I like how you mixed bite them in the butt and stab them in the back to bite them in the back. It's better than bite them in the butt. <laughs> Which would have been funny. Anyway, anyone else doing anything? Uh, were we meeting up at the Mystical Grove before tonight? Before, like, is that where our, we're meeting, or were we just meeting? I at assume the place? that would be our meetup spot pre uh, stakeout. Yeah, because we probably all want to take a car over together. Do you stop back at the apartment and check in on Runa before you? Uh, yes. Okay, we don't have to role play through that. I was just curious if you did. So, I mean, obviously, this is this is just a out-of-character suggestion, but you could always have Runa stay at the Mystical Grove. I don't think I want to do that. Why? Oh, I'm worried they would, like, kidnap her. Who, who would? The Order? You think, that, you think the Order would kidnap her? Well, you know, like, in Star Trek, like, every four episodes, someone tries to kidnap Data. It's kind of like that, where I'm just, like, not 100% sure... That I want to involve other people in that yet, you know? Seems like Before a, you know what exactly she is. Before I know what's going on and if Runa wants to be introduced to the Order, you know? Darn, I, ha I had a short little scene in mind that I wanted to do if Runa was there, but whatever. Oh, sorry. Well, you you can do it later. I promise you'll meet her eventually. <laughs> well, I was going to... I don't know. It depends on what, what if Tanner says anything. It was going to be like, whenever Seamus sees Runa, he's going to be like, oh, hey, Runa. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you, Runa, is not happy to be left alone for more hours on end, but you leave her in the apartment alone once again and head off to the Mystic Grove, where you meet up with all of your friends. Hi, how's everybody doing? Well, um, doing fine, but there may be a slight change of plans. What's that? Uh, well, I talked to you in. Which was very fortunate because he said that the Midas Vault actually has magical security measures uh, in place and strongly warned me against using magic inside the building after hours. Okay, I mean, that doesn't seem... Like, we're not trying to rob the place, right? So, 
I think we would be on the same side as anyone that would. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? Like, we would be on security's side, I think. I agree. I just will need to be extra cautious to not get ex- accidentally flagged, I guess I'll say. Oh, because you're going to, yeah, because you'll be using magic the whole time. I forgot about that. Right. So if we go during the day, what time is it? Is it an evening thing? It's like a, like after it's closed. It's thing. after it's closed. Okay. If we want okay. to do anything while there's still open and then go during the time that Zadok was going to be there, we might find out more information. And f- just for reference... You can use magic in the building. It's when you go somewhere you're not supposed to. Right, yeah. So, like, during the day, I just need to not go into, like, a lock behind a locked door type of thing. Right. I mean, I think that you going there during the day would make sense, like, as reconnaissance work. The only thing I can think of um, that might be of help is um, I could go in acting like someone who wants to open up an account and do a little bit of reconnaissance that way i think that'd be best since uh at least some of the people might recognize me there as me oh yeah yeah you would be uh you would uh have run in those circles that that makes sense yes i just i would fit in there i don't know what they would say to my parents potentially usually they're discreet but is there anything uh, specifically yours in, in your family's vault that maybe you just wanted to check in on? Maybe that could be the line to give your parent that they could give your parents. Um, I don't actually know if I don't think Faye would be allowed to go there by herself, honestly, like to check on her parents' stuff because she doesn't have stuff there. Her parents do, and I think they would expect like she would not have a key that like the key that they would have. Yeah, I, also this place is expensive enough that I don't think it's just they would instantly set Faye up with a bank account kind of thing. She would be a familiar face, but not, I don't think she would have particular clout. I th- yeah, I think you're a familiar face more just because you're part of a rich family, not because you've been there with any amount of frequency. Yes. So would I be doing this one alone, or does anybody want to, other than Faye, want to be my... Uh, Faye could shift and still be your plus one. That's true. So anyone other than Faye herself, Faye as other would work. Okay, I'm doing this alone. Let's go do this. Uh, like Faye can go with you as your plus one. Yeah, okay, as other. Because you would know what, I feel like Faye would know what to ask. Yeah, I think it's just having somebody to bail you out if you need. And with somebody who's like slightly more familiar with the building. Exactly, yeah. So you guys are heading to the Midas Vault? I think so. Yep. So as you walk into Tanner's car and hop in the back seat, you see a 10-year-old sitting back there. Oh, dang it. Hi, I'm Runa. Uh, oh. Faye looks at Tanner. Yeah, that's Runa. That's her, yeah. Yeah, Tanner she's and, corporeal. Tanner and Darling just have their face in their hands, just like, oh, gosh. Okay, wait, Runa, did you pick the lock and walk all the way here, or can you teleport still? No, I, I picked the lock. And, and came all the way here. Okay, good, good, good to know. Honestly, actually, I didn't pick the lock. You just weren't paying attention because you were too embarrassed that I'm still real, that you weren't paying attention when you locked the door, and I just kind of followed out behind you and stood behind you the whole time. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> I'm going to level with you. That's actually pretty shocking, really. So, Bruna is corporeal now. 
Huh. Yeah, that's true, yes. Yeah, this is a new development as of, uh, what? In the middle of the night last night? Yeah, yeah, it'd be about two in the morning last night, yeah. And how did that happen? I stole a rock and Runa touched it and now she's here. Oh, right. Well, it's lovely to see you, Runa. It's lovely to see you too, Miss Faye. Do you want to sit next to me in the car? Uh, sure, why not? I would share a juice box, but I don't have a juice box. That's, that's quite all right, Runa. You're my favorite after Tanner. He's my best friend. Though he keeps saying he's going to make me live in a cardboard box, and I'm a little scared. Oh. I did I did say I was going to make her live in a cardboard box. That's true. That sounds Spacious? Chilly. Yeah, right? Oh, actually, um, Seamus, you could help us out with something real quick. Can you tell if Runa has powers? I can try. Perfect. Do whatever you got to do. Figure it out. Because we can't tell. All right, if I try that, Runa? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I like how I'm like, I've, in the last like two episodes, I've rolled like three times for like the same reason. <laughs> or like the same type of stuff. I guess it is what I do. See the Unseen and Rift Radar? Sure. That is an eight. Yes, she still has powers to your first question. So Wait, she still has powers? I mean, she had powers before. Hence okay. her being linked to Tanner and invisible yeah. to everyone. You got another question? Specifically, what are those powers would be good to know. Yeah. Trying to think of there's a better one to do. Yeah, I guess that's probably the the most kinda the thing we're most curious about is what what pa- what are her powers? Is that even something I could know? Uh they are truth related. So she was Tanner's moral compass, so they're in that vein. So not teleportation. Well, she doesn't seem to have teleportation powers like you're suggesting. She does have powers. Um but they seem to be truth-related. I'm sorry I don't have a better description than that. Hey, hey, watch this. Hey, stare into my eyes. Here's a cup of coffee. Who am I? <laughs> Faye cracks up. Okay, that one actually I'm okay with. That was pretty good. <laughs> Tanner, you never told me she was this funny. She usually isn't. This is a rare moment. <laughs> I'm always funny. He just never repeats anything. Also, that's also true. Also, I'm sorry to hear about your dog Tag, who passed away when you were young, Seamus. Me too, Seamus. Me too. But Tanner said that I'm alive. He'll buy me a puppy, so we can get we can go puppy shopping together, Seamus, and we can get one that will make us both happy. That's true. I did say that. Look, looking forward to it. So, anyways, I'm just gonna drive there now. Totally normal, just. Off to the dangerous mission with a ten-year-old. Runa is kicking her legs in the backseat. Don't worry, the trunk is at least bullet-resistant, I guess. All right. You guys make it to the vault easy enough. I assume, or I would think you swing by Darling's apartment real quick so that Faye can give pointers on exactly how Darling should look, since this is a very fancy place. Not that Darling usually looks bad, but there's a certain look that will be wanted, and Faye gives those pointers. Sure. Um, she looks the part now. Roll to change the game, I think, Faye, for your shape-shifting. Mm, I also use make others focus on each other, not me. Sure. Along with obvious shape-shifting. Uh, seven. All right, so you, you'll have two juice going forward. Um, you can create tags with them. You can use it to burn a power or story tag. Or you can reduce a status or give a status of one point per juice. So just keep that in mind. 
Okay. What do you shapeshift to look like? Mandy, do you want... I'm worried that if I go as a man, I will look like your husband. I don't know if you want that. I am okay with whatever. My original thought was if you just wanted to be a... Well, my original thought was you could look like someone who would have probably used the vault and like like knew what to look for, you know, like old money. Okay. So like a mother or an aunt or something? That would work. Yeah, that would okay. work. Um, Or, I mean, I don't mind if you want to be Darling's husband for a little bit and... Because either either way, I think being in a being in a role that could be perceived as knowing what they're talking about makes sense. I think for this one, just because Darling is going in not knowing exactly what to ask all the time. You know, does that make sense? Um, other thing though, the, the other way you could play it is if you wanted to be like new money, and that would give you an excuse to both be talking, like asking about security measures. That's true. Yeah, we could just both be... You know, you heard that this is the vault to come to to keep things safe if you want it. Yeah, yeah, that works too. I'm I'm honestly cool with whichever dynamic. Either way, that is what I was going to do with Darling is she was going to be new money, has all this new crazy stuff and just wants to find a place for it. Yeah, I'm also worried if I go as your husband that will interfere with like any flirting you might do. I don't know. I mean, her flirting is magic. <laughs> true. Do you want to do, um, like, an older... Yeah, I'm wondering if I should go as, like, your, like, grandma or something. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I think I think that would work. Okay. Yeah, she could be, like, mistrusting of this, and you're like, no, grandma, this is what people do now. Perfect. Okay. So you shapeshift into someone who resembles Darling in a familial way, but, you know, but 40, old. 50 years older, but still looks classy. Yes, I imagine she's got long silver hair that's very done up and curled, lots of makeup, has a cane, but it's very ornate. The handle is gilt, and she's, like, short but stately. All right. So you walk into the Midas Vault. It is a very ornate-looking building in a classy, refined sort of way. It is very Greek in architecture with a lot of columns. Things are made out of marble. There is a lot of gold leaf, but very tastefully done with, like, accenting things. Instead of having bank teller booths like a normal bank would, it just has several very nice wooden desks with bankers behind them. As you walk in, uh... As you walk in, a woman from one of the desks stands up and walks over to you. Hello, my name is Alexia Zinea. I will be happy to help you today. What can I do for you, ladies? Yes, hello, it's nice to meet you, Alexia. Um, my name is Darling, and this is my, my wonderful grandma, Grandma Ellie. I say hi, Grandma. A pleasure to meet you. <laughs> now, dear... What did she say her name was? Her name's Alexia, Grandma. Alexia. Alexia, nice to meet you. It is nice to meet the both of you. What are you interested in doing today at our fine establishment? So, um, I've actually recently come into a lot of money. And, um, I, you know, there have just been some 
gorgeous art pieces that I've been keeping an eye on. Uh, and I was told that this is the place to keep stuff when you uh, you don't quite have uh, a safe place for it. And so I was just I was just curious about how you all operate and and you know just how safe is this going to be? And I'm not sure if this is going to be safer than than just put it under your mattress, dear. I they look so fancy with their columns and their gold and well, who's to say some some burglar won't just come in in the dead of night? Well, Grandma, let's give them a chance, okay? All right, all right, dear. I'm I'm sorry, your old your old grandma just just looking out for the best for you. Darling, uh, you know, like reaches out and puts her her hand on uh, Alexia's shoulder. I'm so sorry about her, but it is going to take a lot of convincing to show her that this is a safe place. And so with that, I am trying to charm her to giving us as much information as she can. All right. Make me a roll. So, yeah, I'm going to do control the will of others, uh, close confidant, and dominatrix. Okay, yeah. Uh, That is a nine. Well, ma'am, I take no offense. I understand that most banks have been robbed before. And even in this fine city of ours, there are ne'er-do-wells everywhere. There's, How- there certainly are. However, it is the pride of the Midas Vault that no burglar has ever made it past the lobby in any attempt they have made. Really? We have the highest security here. Not a single item has been stolen. All of our items are inventoried metic- meticulously with them double-checked and cross-referenced daily to make sure everything is still there and where it should be. Nothing has been lost, stolen, misplaced, or damaged while on our property. Now, what you got in this lobby here, then, if it's if it's so dangerous? Oh, it is not dangerous for you at all, ma'am. We have security placed at strategic points throughout the back of the building, as well as a few other methods of deterring would-be burglars, which, not that I don't trust you, ma'am, but are highly top secret so that the burglars can't learn how to evade them. That That's very wise. Oh, that sounds so fancy, Grandma. And why I know there is some desire to keep items under your bed because then they are close to you and you feel like you can protect them, I promise you that nothing is better than the Midas Vault. Money cannot buy you a safer place. And another common thing that happens in this town with ne'er-do-wells is people will try to be hired and then do an inside job, as they call it. Every person, I've heard of those. Every person that works here is thoroughly screened, multiple background checks, as well as the vault has a timestamp on it whenever it is opened, so we are able to tell exactly who opened it and when. That's very secure, dear. I, I told you, you should you should look into something like this. Well, Grandma, that's ex- that's exactly what we're doing, Grandma. Well, you know what they say: not all that glitters is gold, but we'll protect it all. <laughs> is that is that the company like motto? I do. I don't think it, it's fancy enough that they don't have a motto, but it's like the unofficial, the unofficial motto. Yeah, but it's not like published anywhere, right? She so Alexia mentioned something about security at the back. Do we see that? Like what she's talking Not about? Not even kind of. Okay. Is there a back door? 
Yeah, there's there's a back areas okay. to it, like employee only areas. Oh, okay. So it's like inside, not like security on a back door. I see. Yeah, it's like like so. You are in the lobby. The security she's talking about in the back is in the hallways that lead to the vault and other areas I of the see. place. Okay, like offices and stuff like that. Sure. Unless there is, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else we want to get out of that. Uh, I don't know if she'd be willing to take us on like maybe not an extensive tour, but like a short one to get, I don't know, minimal more information. Yeah. So. What she'll do is she'll take you back to the offices and talk through some of the specifics. And on your way back there, she will point out some of the security guards they have. They look well-groomed, but tough. Similar to how you imagine Secret Service to be. Okay. Are any of them riffs? Can we sense that? You have no way of knowing that. Okay. If Seamus was here, he could make a roll, but you don't have any riff-detecting powers. Okay. And no one looks like a bridge troll. They all look like... Yeah, I guess I'd be able to see, like, somebody's true, like, a monster, right? It depends. Like, because you can shape shift. In general, you would, you notice things. If someone does not have, like, disguise magic, you can notice if something is off about them. Right, yeah. Like, if there's a dragon around, I can see that it's a dragon and not something else, but... Right, but as far as you see, everyone looks to be human. Okay. So we can we can just kind of montage through the rest of this then, um, unless you had anything else specific. Yeah. So she she sets you up with a contract, not that you signed it, but like what minimum deposits are, all that like legalese, and like sends it with you to look through. Mm-hmm. Uh, escorts you back out of the building, and as you go out to leave, she goes, "Well, if there's any other questions you have, feel free to call. I have I attached my business card." to the front of your contract. If you need anything, feel free to call me directly on that line. I am usually at my desk. My hours are listed there. And we will be sure to give you a call back with any questions you have. Of course. Thank you so much, Alexia. I really appreciate all your hard work today. Thank you, dear. She shakes both of your hands and then goes back to her outside desk. Yeah, we go back out and meet up with Tanner and Seamus and Runa. So did you open a new bank account? No, of course I didn't open up a bank account. I don't have that kind of money. Tanner, we are we are living paycheck to paycheck right now. You also looked at the number that they require you to deposit, and it is not nothing. <laughs> I think the main thing we've gathered is that there's major security in the lobby, in the back area, though it didn't go off while I was shapeshifted during the day, which was a relief. Oh, there was something else that she said that really stuck out to me, and I can't remember. She said that there was, um, let's see, there's a lot of security in the back. Like a lot, like anybody who's trying to get in to take anything doesn't get past the lobby. They, and then they have other methods of stopping people, but they, you know, didn't go into much detail with that. I imagine that's the, the rift magic. Right. She was vague about that, but that's to be expected. The vault is, I don't know if this would matter. Um, for tonight, but the vault is time stamped, so they always know who opened it and when. Oh, they said that they heavily vet anybody who works here. She specifically mentioned that other places where people pretend to be workmen, security, etc., uh, that that doesn't happen here. So I'm not really sure what Zadok was planning. Oh man, Tanner. 
10 our, our usual our usual methods out the window right yeah but the thing is like here's what i'm saying I, I don't know that we need to get in there i think we just wait like i still think that zadik was gonna try to murder someone or was supposed to meet someone here i don't really think he was trying to break in because frankly he just didn't seem smart enough it's also entirely possible that while the midas vault posts all of these incredible security features and vetting processes that maybe something slipped past them maybe there is someone on the inside and they just they missed it who knows it's certainly possible i guess since we live in a world of impossibilities i suppose i'm just curious if zadik is meeting somebody else for example maybe they're trying to break in what their plan is but we i guess we'll find out tonight yep so is the plan to wait outside until something happens yeah, and if Zadok shows up, I'll hit him with a car. That seems quite violent. We usually don't hit people with cars on our stakeouts, though. It's not normal. That's that's good, Ruda. I'm glad. I just I don't I don't actually want to fight Zadok because he might win. So you know. So you guys sit around for a bit until a little bit before the meeting time, where Faye transforms into Zadok and heads over to the front of the vault bank. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I guess um, if there's like a shadowy spot, like a tree or something, I think he's just going to kind of like lean against the tree and kind of try to wait inconspicuously for someone to show up. So as Faye walks out of the car and is leaning against this tree, the three others of you get a message from the order that says, Zadok has escaped. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting on that. (laughs) Zanuck has escaped, surprising no one. Across town, Lucia has just finished a firefight. She reloads a clip and looks around. Being the only one left standing, she quickly checks the bodies for different notes. Finding a list, she sighs. Great. They're more organized than we thought. Hey Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.